Hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Hayes Hustle Show. I am your host, Coach Hayes, a.k.a. Mr. Hayes Hustle, a.k.a. The Trap Trainer. I'm so happy to be with you today. I hope everybody out there is doing well. It's Friday today. You know, Friday, it's all about family. It's all about fatherhood. Uh, I love Friday. Love Friday. Getting to the end of the week. Uh, Hopefully, the end of the week means that you've gotten a lot done, not just wasted a lot of time to get to the end of the week. That that is a big, big deal. Um, Friday, if Friday is the end of your week and you take the weekend off, then you need five days of straight up hustle. Five days of getting it done, starting on that Monday, hopefully planning on Sunday and getting down, right? I mean... You know, I think that's what it takes is for to you really have feel like you're going to have a great weekend off and that you earned it. Earn a great weekend off. Do the hard work from Monday to Friday. And I'm not just talking about work. All right. You know, I always got those some entrepreneurial talk in there. I'm not just talking about work. Right. Uh, You know, work is work. Hustling, grinding, all that stuff, that's not, we're not talking about work. I, I you know, I gotta, I, I do, you know, I, I personal train. I probably personal train, you know, two, three hours a day. But I grind the rest of the day. To me, grinding is that stuff you ain't getting paid for, that stuff that you, you, you know, you setting up. Those avenues you setting up, those roads that you clearing, so you can you can have these avenues. You know what I'm saying? So make sure Monday through Friday we not just working. Everybody's a new age. We not just working. We setting it up. Whether you got a side hustle, whether you are you know you you need to some emails. You trying to get a raise. You try whatever the case is. Whatever your route is, run it. You know what I'm saying? Like run it Monday through Friday. Run your route. This this is real talk. You got you got to take advantage of all five days. Take advantage of the time. Um, t- you know the twenty four hours in a day. I I, I I take a look at myself, and believe me, I don't know if this is healthy, but it's just the way my body rolls. I probably average uh, four to five hours of sleep. I ain't gonna lie to you, cause and, and, and most of it is I just got so much to do. Not, and I ain't got a job. Like, think about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be, I'm talking about just trying to get my life done, you know? Uh, uh, you know, I got to go ship this. I got to go to the Goodwill. I need to go cook. You know, I got to go grab something to cook dinner. I got to go drop my son off at school. Uh, I got to go train for a couple hours. I need to, you know, it's just a busy, just life is just, it's just really busy. So making sure you get that work done and, and progressing your situation is important. Taking, taking, um, you know, necessary steps, taking, um, purposeful steps, not hoping things happen. Right. Like like actually going to go get it Monday through Friday, earn that weekend off. And if you didn't earn that weekend, continue working. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't like to. I don't, I don't like taking a lot of time off anyway. I work even on the weekends. I, I think on this weekend, I probably the, my busiest days are on Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, 
and and th- that still ain't a whole lot. I can't I can't complain. I probably got four four trains on each day, um, but but I'm not living to work. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm I, I got a lot of stuff to do. That's something I was thinking about earlier. I remember, of course, I always got through a little story in from my dad, but I remember my dad um, telling me. You know, it's going to be really hard for you to get a job, buddy. Hopefully, I haven't told this story too many times on the, on this podcast already in this little short time of existence. But my dad said, man, it's going to be hard for you to get a job. It's going to be hard, man, because you got so many dreams and so much stuff you want to do. You just love life so much. It's going to be hard for you to enjoy life after eight hours of work. Yeah, that drains you. You know, how are you going to do all these dreams you got in the time left? And and that made a big impression on me. You know, I, I mean, I, my father knew me more and better than anybody. And so um, after, you know, after getting a job when I was a teenager and I, I think the last job I had when I was I was 21, 21, 22. And 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 I was like, oh, yeah, this, this dude was right. <laughs> this dude was right. I ain't got enough time to pursue all these dreams I got. There's no way. Like, I, I got stuff that I ain't got time to be working for nobody. I got shit to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he was right. I remember having to go to him and tell him how right he was. Uh, you know, and I, I don't think everybody's like that, but that's definitely how I am. Uh, and self-awareness is everything. So you got five days of the week. Uh, if you like me, you got seven days of the week. I, I try to make something happen every day. It's Monday really represents nothing except for, you know, my son and my daughter has to go to class. You know what I mean? For me, it's every day is a grind day. And, and, you know, and I don't, I don't, I'm not mad when it's Monday, when Monday comes. Monday is a great day. Tuesday is a great day. I remember, you know, the, my dad having, you know, when he did have a job, my dad hustled most of the time. But when he did have a job, you know, Monday was gloom and doom. Even when I went to school, man, Monday was gloom and doom. Why the hell want to go to school on Monday? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, this is a different situation. Um, being an entrepreneur, uh, you build the life that you want. Even the problems, right? Even the problems come with the territory. As an entrepreneur, you build the life that you want. I hate giving it up. I can barely go on vacation. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 somebody told me about that about... We was talking about vacation. I was like, man, I don't, I don't even like vacation. I, I ain't gonna lie to you, and I, I'm not trying to sound pretentious. I, I had, I, you know, my wife is from, family's from Hawaii, and got a house over there. We spent a lot of times, a lot of time in Hawaii, you know, in California. I, was, and I, I love going to California to see my daughter. I ain't gonna lie, but um, just to go on vacation, to go on vacation, no, 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 no. I've worked too hard to build the life I want right here. Why the hell would I want to leave it? Like, honestly, like I get up, I do exactly what I want to do every day. You know what I'm saying? Um, I eat what I want to eat. I cook all the time. I, I mean, I'm living the exact life I want to live. Like, it's not a gel. It's nothing I want to go escape. I think once you have all these obligations that you feel like you're locked in and you're in jail, and then you want to escape. Where's the escape route? But when you're living every day doing what you want to do, I think it's hell to be separated from your dream. I, I, I honestly do. I think it's hell for me. It's hell for me to be separated from my dream. I, I just, 
I, I what I've built, I want to live it every day. I want to enjoy it. Um, you know, it, it's it's me. What I'm living is 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 what I've been building and uh, you know putting into the air for the last you know ten years. Now I'm living that. I'm gonna put it in the air first and 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 think about it and meditate on it and whatever you got, whatever your process is to make things happen and and then put in work to make it happen and look back on that road about five years and see where you at. You know, if, if doors are still opening and you're still on the incline, God's giving you the thumbs up. You need to, you need to, you in your lane, time to run. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's time, it's time to run. Now that that's, that's how I take it anyway. It's, it's time to run. You're in your lane Time to go. Time to go. Anyway, okay, so back to family Fridays. Family Fridays, fatherhood Fridays. Of course, I'm always talking to you. I want to give you that good game. Um, and I always want to give some of them stories from my dad, you know. And and I believe in um, my dad gave me the game. His dad gave him the game. Let me share some background on that. My grandfather, this was crazy. My grandfather was 50, back in Arkansas, back in the day. Grandfather was 55 years old when he married my 15-year-old grandmother. Think, think about that for a second. Think about that for a second. I'm not sure that's all right. I'm not sure that's all right. Then uh, went on to have 15 kids, though. Holy crap. This dude goes on to have 15 kids. So my thing is my grandfather was born in 1895, I believe. You know what I mean? 1895. Um, so my father taught me all the stuff that my grandfather knew and then all the stuff that he knew. Um, that, to me, is what makes my uh, knowledge so vast, my education so vast. Forget about school. The stuff that my dad was able to teach and pass down to me, and the knowledge you know they was able to accumulate as a black family and black men and experiences and the way they felt, the way it pertains to me, and you know knowing what you've been through and where you're going, uh, so so important. So, 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 so important. So, you know, I, I remember not knowing how powerful that knowledge was that my dad gave me that, you know, that originated, you know, I'm sure my grandfather's father maybe and, and then passed down. And But the more I, I grow as a man, the more I see me have advantages that only that wisdom, only that knowledge and education that I got at home uh, provided nothing in school I, now yeah i mean there's some stuff in school that that does me well but really it's the it's the things that my father taught me uh that was passed down and things that he learned very important so those lessons will always be on the forefront uh you know every episode whether it's family day or weight loss day or uh recruiting day uh, i just think the messages are universal and of course, I just, I love my father. Love, I love thinking about him. I love talking about him. I talk about him every day. There's always 
some point in my training sessions where I reference my dad. Like, you know, not not on purpose, but the you know the athlete to say something that remind me something, or there's an antidote that that you know that particular moment calls for that my dad hit on the head before, and just amazing how in that moment it's the right fix, it's the right thing to say, it's the it's it's just unbelievable, un unbelievable. Uh, so you know, of course, I have a I, I have a just an absolute wealth of memories, great memories of my father. And it really fuels me being on this microphone, fuels me being able to talk to you uh, and, and pass down more knowledge. I don't, I, he gave me too much for it to stay in my head or for me to just give it to my kids or only to the kids that I train. To me, it is vital that I get it out and as many people hear the game as possible. I get surprised. Like, I talk to grown men, my own peers. Right? I don't have a lot of friends, in truth be told. Um, but I got a couple. And when I start talking to them, when we start talking on some real talk, I'm always amazed how people will, will shut up and listen. And not only that, will also let me know how much value I'm bringing them. You know men don't like to do that. You know no man like to do that. They don't want to tell you. You tell them something they don't know. Don't no man want to tell man do that. You know what I'm saying? Except the real ones. Except the real ones. The real ones don't got a problem letting you know, hey, bro, you are putting me on with that info. Wait a minute. What would you say? Say that one more time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the real ones... The real ones understand the key to everything is is the knowledge. And the, there's people sitting out here with the knowledge to help you level up and they can tell you they can give it to you. They ain't got to give it to you, but they can give it to you. I was lucky to have uh, my dad give it to me. The game is told, not sold. If somebody's selling you the game, you're getting hit over the head. To learn it, right? You have to go through getting knocked down on your face before you can learn the lesson. Instead of somebody taking your hand and going, "Hey, listen, this is the way it goes." This is but but you might not take it. You might not take it literally. You might not take it serious and and really do anything with it. But the intention is everything. Okay, the intention is everything. Value your fathers out there. Value your fathers out there. Okay. I'm telling you right now, when your father is no longer here, it is a, a empty experience. It's an empty experience. So enjoy your fathers. Okay. Enjoy your fathers. The fathers are a secret to success. They're a secret to, they can be, you know, they can be secret to success. Mothers are the world. Mothers are the world. Okay, but fathers, if you got a great father, it can change the game. If you if you got a great father, it can change the game. That's uh, listen. I am I'm biased, but I believe a great father, even father figures, father figures sometimes they, they can't be there all the time, uh, and either couldn't fathers some fathers, but great fathers are there all the time. Okay, I'm just that's you know not. 
not there to and don't want you to fall nothing like that but there when you need them not always there when you want them because they understand some of those times you need to be on your own you know but great fathers are there when you need them great fathers are thinking about you before you think about them before you know they're, they're already making a way for you or or thinking and loving you and 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 praying for you and things like that like you know great fathers are hard to come by great fathers are providers and protectors and you know uh, uh dream makers you know this is disciplinarians and at the same time they're the person that hug you and love you and 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 inspire you fathers are everything I, i'm gonna tell you even I, i've gotten and you know, I, I don't really know how to call it in training. It's one of my biggest things is I love being a father. And I believe that the majority of the kids that come to me, they, I'm not saying they have parenting issues or father issues or anything like that. But I believe that all athletes, all humans do better with an extra father figure, somebody to, um, back up the things you're being taught at home especially if those things align right i get a kid who learns something at home for all his life all of a sudden he starts training with me and i start spouting the same things he's been learning it just solidified everything the parent said he's he respect the parent and he respect me now he's on the same track the the, the parents winning right there a lot of parents don't understand that a lot of parents are scared to let the kids out there like the kids going to learn something, you know, through the coach that, you know, that, that they should have did. That's why it's a village. I'm going to give some of that. I'm going to teach them some stuff that you don't know about. And it's going to make him a complete athlete. And you're going to give him that love that he needs when he's broken down, when he's, you know, going through the ups and the downs. And that's what makes him a complete athlete. You're going to make sure he does his homework and make sure he gets to the workout. Make sure you pay for the workout. That's the, that's what makes a complete athlete. It, take, it takes a village. It absolutely takes a village. Okay. Fathers out there. Not only do I want people to appreciate their fathers, but I need fathers to get more involved. Fathers, get more involved, please. Okay? Hey, I'm talking to black fathers. I'm talking to white fathers. I'm talking to Hispanic fathers. I'm talking to, you know, Asian fathers, Korean fathers. I'm talking to everybody out there, especially my brothers. Okay? Especially my brothers. That, that, that for me, you know, we've been given a rap like we ain't, we, you know, we don't stay with our women. We don't raise our kids, which is all bullshit, which is all bullshit. Let's call it the way it is. Like the black fathers are some of the most loving human beings on earth, the most compassionate human beings on earth. And I'm one of them. So I take that shit personal. <laughs> I take that shit personal. I, I love being a father. My brother's out there. Let's show out, though. Let's show out. Let's show these cats how we can parent. What does that mean? That means showing up to teacher conferences. That means taking them to the playground. That means not just mama taking them, but you got to take them too. That means staying home and, you know, doing homeschool or online school. 
um, uh, you know, we have to do what we got to do. Our boys need us. We literally losing a generation of boys right now. Okay, literally losing a generation of boys right now. Girls, you talking about, I, I think they do t three, four times as good with an extra male role model. It's worth it. If you got a, maybe it's your uncle, I mean, maybe it's your cousin or whatever you got, your brother, or maybe it's a coach, maybe it's a trainer. Extra role model, extra male role model, extra discipline, extra person to trust, an extra person to love um, is huge. It's huge. How big is your village? Parents can't do it by themselves. Parents can't do it by themselves. I know because I serve as a village for a lot of kids, a lot. I mean, yeah, and a lot of parents who are working full time and and some of them that are stay at home parents. But it just takes more than parents. It takes somebody to back them up. When kids are going through that teenage phase. You, you got man, it's is you need all guns blazing. <laughs> throw, throw the book at the situation, bro. Like everybody's involved. They like, all hands on deck, you know, all hands on deck. So that I, I I I do believe that, okay, I do believe that fathers get more involved, get more involved, be at the games, uh, uh, rebound the basketball, the pass the volleyball, learn how to do that stuff. Man, I don't do that stuff. Man, shut up and learn how to do it. Like you know you you. Why ain't your, your daughter? Well, she ain't that good at that. Cause you ain't there. She ain't. She and my daughter can't believe. Yeah, cause you ain't show no interest. If you were showing interest that that you that you got excited when she did that, believe me, bro, she'd find a way to do it a lot better. Okay, stop downing our kids and start building them. Stop downing our kids and start building them. So important. We don't need to break them down first. Build them up from where they are. Love them from where they are. Don't love them after they're perfect. Don't love them after they lose the weight. Don't love them after they get good at basketball. Don't love them after they, right, after they get a scholarship. Now I'm starting being, that is not okay. That is not okay. Okay? Unconditional love, fathers. Let's get out there. Let's love our babies. Let's show up and show out, show up to the game, show up to class, show up to prayer at the end of the night. Take them to school in the morning. This is what fathers do. Not only that, they like doing it. They like doing it. Okay. Like, like I know some parents that just hate. Oh my God. Now I got to take him. Now I got to take her. Uh, everything's a man. I absolutely love being a father. And everything come with it. Take them to school. I mean, I, there's, there's some days I'm sure I, I get rubbed wrong because my time and everything else. But on, on the whole, man, nothing's better. Nothing's better. Okay? Father Friday. Fatherhood Friday. Right? Family Friday. A day to reflect on the week. A day to appreciate your father. A day for fathers to appreciate their families. Okay? And the hustle and the bustle is tough. It, it's, it's a, it is a very, very difficult job. 
Being a father is a very difficult job. It's nonstop. You're on all the time. Right. You, you it is it is wake up in the you don't really get to get sick. You don't get to, you know, it's the more kids you got, the more work you got, the more work you got. And so if you can fall in love with it like anything else. You know, God don't give you more than you can handle. So he give you these kids, man. This is this, this the number one blessing he can give you. This the number one thing God can give you. The number one blessing on earth is a child. So, dads plug in. Now, you might say, excuse, I ain't have a father. I don't, it is harder if you don't see how to be a great father. And if that's the case, let love lead you. If you love being with them, then keep being with them. You love taking them to this, then love. That's God. God is love. So love being with your child. Love reading to your child. I remember reading my books to my child and putting putting all of them to sleep. We had a special recliner, and then I rocked my kids to sleep in a recliner. It was dad's job to put them to sleep. They sat on my big old belly and, and, and knocked out every night, and I just loved it, smelling their hair and you know, the whole deal. That was my deal. That was my deal. I, you know, but you know, I, listen, it ain't for everybody, but don't have a kid. <laughs> like, that's, that's what's up with me. I, I, I honestly believe that, you know, if you're a parent, man, that don't, you know, I, I, there's a, there's also, you got to have some great balance with making sure you don't put them uh, not that their wants in front of your needs. There's a lot of parents that puts kids' wants in front of the parents' needs. That's not love. That's 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 not okay. Okay, that's that's neglect. That's self neglect. Right, putting your kid on the pedestal and now you're, you're teaching them how not to love themselves, how to love their kid more than themselves. You're teaching them the wrong order. Of stuff that they have to, you know, so that's that's something that you got to watch out for. That's something that you got to watch out for. But on the on the most part, listen, fathers, please support your child. You have no idea the stories I hear from kids um, when they don't think the parents are in their corner, when they don't think the parent is supporting them, when they don't think the parent loves them unconditionally. It has detrimental effects on kids. Okay, I spend a lot of my time trying to fix that in my training sessions. That's why it's some you know sometimes it's nice to have parents not there because the kid needs to get whatever off his chest. It's about the parent, you know, the coach, whatever it is. That's what the kid needs to mentally unload and work their self through that. Right? Be there. Be there emotionally, be there physically, be there for him financially, right? This is what this is what you sign up for. I had so many people complaining. Well, didn't this cost that money? This cost. Don't let them then. Then make them earn it. Find them a way to get paid. I mean, you know, problem solve. I just stop complaining about being a, a parent. Don't complain about being a father. I do not like. Sitting around with dads who complain about that's why I don't mess with nobody. That's why I don't hang out with people. 
You don't love you don't love being a father. Just the simple act of being a father is hard for me. You would know, talk if you if you a grown man and you're sitting around complaining all damn day about your family. Man, please, you ain't you ain't talking to me. You ain't talking to me now. I listen. I use work to complain a little bit to my clients, but it's a mutual thing. They mental unload, so I like to mental unload too, so they don't feel like they just putting their stuff out there. But me just talking to some other grown man about some no, no, come on, man. Love my family, love my kiddos, love my wife, love my my dog, love my life, love the love everything that come with it. You know. I haven't always loved everything that come with it, but I definitely do now. Today, I am feeling fantastic. Today, I'm on the grill by 4 o'clock. The grill is popping. We got some we got some chicken on there, some some four-quarter hind chickens, and, uh, and some ribs on there. We got some little St. Louis cut ribs going. It's a beautiful day out, so I got to, got to run some errands today. And uh, love, that's, that's kind of after I, I get up every morning. Every morning, get up. This morning, I had to go take Kainoa to school. Take this dude to school. It's like a concert on the way to school. Holy crap. This dude just bumps music the whole time. I'm trying to get a conversation in before he go to school. I remember reading something about you need to touch your kids. Make, make contact with your kids seven times. For them to feel love. So, I, you know, I... I, I give them a couple hugs and try to talk to them about a little bit of life, a little bit of school in the morning. This boy don't want to do nothing but bump the damn music. It is it's seven something in the morning. This boy is going already. Now, I, I must admit, as soon as the music hit, the you know the, somebody pushed a button in my brain. I just started going crazy listening to that music. So, so I was up this morning. Uh, we woke up late, though. I ain't going to lie. Woke up late, got him to school. He supposed to be there by 8. We probably got there by 8.10, 8.15. Got him off. Got back to the crib. Um, when I got back to the house, my my youngest daughter, Kavena, uh, brought home a dog last night. Look, we already, let me, let me put it in perspective. We already have a dog, Big Rottweiler, okay, Bonnie. Bon Bon John John. <laughs> My baby. So Bonnie is a princess. Nobody's she's the only dog around our house. That's just the way it goes. She rules the roost. Then my daughter brings home um a dog from my wife's job. Some little, you know, she's babysitting it for a week. This, you know, one of those little bitty dogs, chihuahuas, or, well, I don't know what it is, man. One, one of those little hairy-ass dogs and do nothing but bark. And my dog just wanted to bite that thing all night long, just snack that thing all night long. And so this this is going to be for a week, ladies and gentlemen. This I'm going to need some prayers. I'm going to need some drinks. I'm going to need something to happen here. I don't even drink, but this week, this week might, I might be making an exception because these, this is going to be a little bit wild. I'm talking about all night long, the bark can happen. Um, I woke up this morning. It was happening this morning. As I woke up, I, I go use a, take a shit in the middle of the night. The dog starts barking at night. I go get some water in the middle of the night. The, my dog tiptoes. The dog is barking all day long. And they talking about it's going to still last another week. Unbelievable. Uh, but, you know, considering sleeping downstairs in the basement in Kalani's room, that's an option. 
that's one of the options, right? Um, yeah, so that that was this that was that's that's what's going on this morning at my house. Just unbelievable, unbelievable. Then we got uh my oldest daughter Kalani. She's down in she down in college down in Sac State playing volleyball down there. It's beach volleyball season right now. She plays both court and beach volleyball. And I, honestly, you talking about guilt? I I feel so guilty. I need I want to get down there and watch this girl play in the beach season. I never got to see her play beach volleyball before uh, for her school. So that's something that just tugs on me. I mean, absolutely tugs on me. You get a you get a kid in college, and you know, even though you sacrifice your butt off to get him there, it it does hurt. When you're not at every game, I know, and I just, I've seen parents that get to do that. They go to every game. They just this and that and that. And um, I don't know if they all got four kids like I do. <laughs> I don't know if they all got four kids, but I'm not sure how they get that done, right? But it is it is it is gut wrenching not to be at every single thing, um, to be able to watch her perform, and she's literally putting out greatness the good thing about it with the whole COVID thing she kind of grabbed another couple of years I don't know if she'll want to do them but I got a feeling I'll be in position to go to all those games um, in about a year or so so I I just want to watch as much as I can soak up and cheer and you know I want her to be able to look at look back at those times and remember when we was at tournaments and, and the memories we made at tournaments very very big um, you know, I I totally understand the weight of the moment. Um, she graduates next spring, but will still have uh, volleyball eligibility. So we'll see how it goes. We see how it goes. I I'm gonna make as much as I can in the fall. I'm gonna make as much as I can, and it sucks because Kainoa plays football in the fall, and she plays volleyball in the fall. And in the spring, you know, this year anyway, he's doing spring football. Next year, he's not going to do – he'll, he'll be done with spring football next year. But this year, he's, he's doing spring football for Bridge City, Bridge City Football Club. Um, so, it makes it super busy uh, on me trying to get down there this spring, see her uh, also uh, deal with him. Plus, I own the team, right? I'm, a, I'm the co-owner of the team and so you know, and, and the head coach. I mean, and, and, you know, the defensive coordinator head guy. So, you know, I got a lot of responsibility there. So trying to make both of those very, very tough. Very, very tough. Um, but that's that's the dad thing. That's the whole juggle. That's the juggle. That's part of the thing that makes it fun. Instead of saying, I, you know, I got to. You got to say I get to, right? I get to go down here. I get to go be his father and go to practice and go to games and, and so just try to find a way to enjoy it all and juggle it and make it right. I'm trying to make everybody happy. Um, seldom do, but I, I do try. And, and this how I know it's important to make these memories. My oldest son, Marquise, who's now running Sports Unlimited uh, uh, talent and like sports modeling agency that he's been modeling for forever, but he went through this whole, you know, he went through the whole growing up and high school, you know, star experience, and then went on to run track in college, run track and field in college. 
and you know, it was our, our oldest child. So I was still trying to build the business. I was a, I was a younger trainer while well, I was in my thirties and twenties uh, and thirties, just trying to figure shit out. I didn't even know how to make no money. Honestly, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't know if I was good at it. I didn't know anything. Um, and then here he was in college and needing us to take off weekends and fly to Cali and come to Stanford and both. <laughs> and if I would have missed a day of training, we wouldn't have made rent. I'm just going to be honest with you. We wouldn't have been able to pay the house payment and the life. It was, it was, it was grind time. I had to really get in there and, and really hustle, hustle, hustle. And still to this day, we have issues because I wasn't at those college track meets. You know, I, I, I was able to support him. I was able to pay for this and that and make sure he had this. But what really mattered to him was he wasn't there. You never made it to, you didn't come up to Seattle. You didn't come, you know, and you didn't track, track and field, you're running, but you probably run 25 seconds. You know, you know, some of those races are 40, 54 seconds, but it means everything to those guys and to those girls that you're there supporting them because somebody else's mom and dad made the trip and made them feel special. And they made them feel special, which made, my kid feel not special when I didn't show up. And again, didn't know about this. I mean, I you know, I just was trying to hustle, hustle, hustle. And what I do remember is my dad made almost everything I've ever did. Um, but we also struggled a lot because we didn't have a lot. I remember my wife saying something to me like, you know, it's, I got mad as hell when she said this, but she said, uh, you always talk about how your dad never missed anything, but maybe y'all wouldn't have got evicted so much and been in so much financial issues if he would have stayed his ass at work some oh man you know that was a fight but afterwards i thought about that like right being consistent you know if i got i gotta be consistent with what i do uh financially so we can afford to do certain things that's that's just the way it go that's just reality that's just reality you know what i mean and and i there's times that my whole family goes to Hawaii. I can't go. There's times my whole family goes need to do something. My job is to sacrifice. My job is to pay for it. My job is to make it happen and stay consistent doing what I'm doing. So that's just the way the ball bounces. Another fatherhood thing. It's just, you know, fatherhoods. Managing all four kids, juggling, making them all feel special because they are all special. Um it's important trying to find one-on-one time, trying to find time to make phone calls and, and making sure that you say you love you, you love them and you hear their voice and, and, and making sure you understand what's going on in life. All that stuff is so important. And I just encourage all my fathers out there. I know we are busy trying to get the bag. I know, I know I, I I'm guilty. I know we're busy trying to get the bag. I know we're we're out building the empire, and you know, the, for for my dog brothers out there, you out paying attention to to dogs that ain't got nothing to do with you and stuff like that. Like brothers, for for a second, really focus on that family. It all starts with the family. If it ain't, if it doesn't start with the family, it's BS. Your business. Your life, if if family's not the root, you got a bad tree, got a bad plant. 
got a bad situation. Family's the root. When everything goes bad, you go back to the root. The root's your foundation. Okay? So focus on that root first. Build that root. Build that foundation. You don't want nothing to crumble. And love those kids. That's the foundation. Love your family. Build that family. Love being a father. Cook. Clean. Show them how to do it. That's how we pass on greatness. That's how, you know, when your kids go off to college and people start doing the wrong stuff around them, it's going to be the 18 years them staying with you and what they seen you do. Forget about what you said. Forget about what you told them. It's going to be the 18 years. What the hell did you role model? And what did you say? Because they got to have a conversation. They had. What, what were you saying to them? What were you saying to them? How were you handling them? Did you give a damn about how they felt? Did you give a damn about their mental health? Did you write or did you just care about A's and B's? Like a lot of that is, is crucial. Because if you don't care, they won't care about that stuff either. And their health will go to the, the wayside and they will only worry about trying to get you A's and B's, which will make them depressed, depressed and anxiety ridden. So love them. It's all about love, baby. Just remember that Family Friday, Fatherhood Friday, it's all about love. Love your family. Love your kids. Love your wife. Okay? Love your life. That's really what it's all about. I've been on this quest of trying to the other day. My wife had my wife had told me something I I want to get into it, but she had told me something, and I was kind of like, what? Wait a minute, what? what's going on? And um, uh, and she's like, well, I'm going to go to a doctor and A, B, and C, and I just do not like to, you know, I mean, I'm trying to be negative about doctors, but, you know, I, I take a little thing and blow it out of proportion. So I remember just sitting here thinking, and I was thinking about my wife, and because I'm not the... I'm not the most compassionate person when it's, you know, I just, I, 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 again, I grew up with a dad without a mom. So I never seen him like, you know, come in and kiss his wife. Hey, how you doing, baby? I never seen that. So that's harder for me to kind of understand that and, 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 and model that because I haven't, nobody modeled it for me, but I would love to pass that down to my kids, which, which I'm working on, um, all the time right now. Just, just all the time right now, and I, I just got to do a better job, and and so anyway, I'm, I'm thinking, um, going back to that story. She, she went to, you know, went to a doctor, and I'm sitting here thinking, and I just start thinking about, what if something happened to her? Holy crap! Like you know what I'm saying? Like you talking about life changing. Like I'm, I'm sitting at the table in fucking tears, right? <laughs> Literally, I text her up like, "Yo, I, I know, I, I just, I know I've been working my ass off, not giving you enough attention, and, and I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. Like it's something just, just I kind of just realized like all this stuff I'm working for. Like if this girl ain't here to help me with these damn kids, to, to take care of me, to to share all this shit we done built, like it's basically worthless. It's, it's, it's basically a rap, it's worthless. 
You know what I mean? And, and I, you know, I get so busy uh, fighting for that dream and working for it. And sometimes, you know, I, I don't enjoy the life I'm going through right now. And I got a great life. And so the other day I just told myself I'm going to slow down. I'm really going to enjoy every day. So if you see on my Instagram feed and you see me just posting every little bit of the day, just kind of showing you life in the Coach Hayes, that's what I'm doing. It's, it's kind of showing my appreciation, letting people see what a day in the life of a black entrepreneur and a father and a husband is. And, and yeah, I'm a partial, like, stay-at-home dad, but I, I run you know, four or five businesses from home. So I don't know if that's really a stay at home dad. And then I go out and train a little bit and run a business out there too. So it is the ideal life. And I am so thankful for it. And I'm thankful for my kids and I am thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for my life. And most of all, I'm thankful to God. Um, if God is not at the root, then uh, you are not rooted. You are not rooted. If God is not at the root, you are not rooted. Okay. You have uh, you don't have a solid foundation. That is the only foundation. God is the only foundation. Okay, so um, just make sure fathers stay strong. If you have a great father out there, please make sure that you're loving him and appreciating him. Okay, fathers, make sure you're appreciating those kids. Make sure you're loving your kids. Make sure you are loving your wife. Make sure we're doing self-assessments to make sure we're on track. Okay. Um, all the bag, all the money, all the success, all that stuff is nothing without a great family. Okay. Put your family first. Okay. Put God first. Put your family first. Put God first. Show up to the game. Show up to their life. Show up to the school. Show up to the side of the bed when it's time for prayers. Show up when it's time to pay for whatever you got to pay for. Your job is to be a provider, to be a protector, to to guide, to lead. Okay? that That is God made us in his image. Act like it. Act like it. Let's go. It's time for men to start being men. It's time for men to start being. That's what men do. Okay, men, men raise, make other men, raise men. Be a father, be a, be a father to your daughter. Be. We need more girl dads. That's how we get better girls. That's how we get strong girls. We need more girl dads. I'm a big time girl dad. I, 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 I you know, I have boys and girls, and I love them both. Okay, we need more strong women out there. My brother, we need more strong black women out there. Support those black girls. Okay? My mission. I'm, I'm being deliberate about my gift this year. I'm being deliberate who's getting my gift this year. Okay? I'm being deliberate on who I'm trying to inspire and motivate this year. I'm going after it. Yeah, I want to be the best podcaster out there. But I, I'm going to get there by helping so many more people than everybody else. That's my game. How much value can I bring to you? That's what I'm on. Okay, that's what I'm on. So it's Friday. I want to hold you all day. I just want to tell you, love your family. Happy Friday. Happy Family Friday. Happy Fatherhood Friday. This is the Big Papa himself, Coach Hayes, signing out. Going to get back on the grill, keeping it real.
I love y'all. Until next time, have a fantastic day. I'm out.